you're really what I call the the high end, uh, high class, making special moments at the highest level all the time. It sounds like with your properties and, and the type of places that you guys have access to. You know, we do like I like I said, we're equally weighted is kind of the way that I phrase it. You know, we've also got 850 corporate accounts that we work with and a tremendous yeah. chain wide program, top tier TMC partnerships and a. And a- Hi, this is Ted Kelly with another Ted's Hospitality Minute. Hey, today we've got a great guest on. His name is Chris Algram. He is the Vice President of Development for Preferred Hotels and Resorts. He's going to come on and introduce us, some of us, and tell us more about the brand and all of the great things that are going on over there. And also, we're going to be enlightened, obviously, by some of the great points that he's going to make during this episode. Hey, Chris, how are you? Hey, Ted. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm a big fan of the podcast. So. Hey, thank you for giving us a few minutes of your time. And it's wonderful that uh, you're introducing me at least more to the preferred hotel brand because it was something that was kind of interesting to do my due diligence before you came came on to learn a little bit more about all the wonderful things that you guys do over there. Uh, I am very interested in learning more, but before I do that, I would love to have you tell our audience a little bit about your hospitality trick and how you got to where you are. You know, a lot of our guys either, you know, you either love hospitality or you hate it. And a lot of us don't necessarily start out in the hospitality industry. So tell our audience a little bit about you and how you got in the uh, hospitality world. Yeah, happy to. I I was a little bit of a, a boomerang story, if you will. So I've been in what you might consider the service industry almost my entire life. My best friend growing up, his father owned a, a bar and restaurant in town. So I started there at about 14 years old or so, you know, uh, uh, bar backing. Um, worked through college uh, for Aramark at catering. I uh, went to Elon University, so worked in the catering side of things down there for Aramark. And then throughout different college breaks, I worked at the uh, Mirror Lake Inn up in Lake Placid, for example, as a bellman. Uh, did an internship for what was then Sendent, now uh, Wyndham. Um, so I'd always been in the in the hospitality side of things. And then um, right out of college, I I got into the licensing business for a little bit. So I did that for about six or seven years, but uh, came came back around. Omni Hotels was sponsoring an event that we were doing. Uh, Peter Strebel, who was there at the time, is a, is a good friend. And I said, hey, what are you guys doing here at Omni? Uh, and then uh, so he introduced me to his tra- uh, travel management uh, company team, the TMC side. Uh, and I eventually kind of launched into corporate travel sales as my sort of fully professional foray back into hospitality. So uh, I did corporate travel sales for a company called Global Hotel Alliance, um, and then eventually moved into development for for Global Hotel Alliance or GHA over the next seven or eight years. So, uh, so that's the short story. <laughs> the short story, man. The long story must be very interesting. Then, all right. So, so let me let me do this. Let me ask you. Tell our audience a little bit about Preferred Travel Group. Yeah, thank you. Um, so the Preferred Travel Group is the parent company of, of what is the more well-known Preferred Hotels and Resorts. Uh, so under the Preferred Travel Group umbrella, we have a number of well-known brands that people are not often uh, aware that are connected. So Preferred Hotels and Resorts, which is a, you know our legacy brand in the industry over 50 years now, 650 hotels, 80 countries, about 110,000 rooms. Um, and right here in North America, so I cover Canada, US, and Caribbean. Very proud to say that we actually have more five-star, five-diamond, and four-star, four-diamond hotels than any brand 
uh, hard or soft. So tremendous reputation and legacy in the in the luxury space. Um, separately, our our parent company also manages Historic Hotels of America. Uh, that's on behalf of the National Trust for Historic Preservation. That's about a thirty year relationship we have with them. Uh, so oftentimes you'll see uh, hotels that are part of preferred and historic, like the Broadmoor, for example. Um, and then separately, uh, you know, the the third hotel brand, if you will, is what we call Beyond Green. Uh, so we launched a sustainably focused hotel brand uh, in mid-2020. Uh, we do believe it is the world leader in sustainably focused properties, not just environmentally, but culturally and socially uh, as well. Uh, so over the last three years, we've really taken what a gentleman named Costas Christ uh, built and expanded upon that within the hospitality space. And I think the fact that it's powered by the preferred travel group, if you will, you can see the depth and breadth uh, of the experience ac- across the group between uh, preferred and historic as well. So just uh, kind of a really great platform for the sustainability side of things and to help promote the hotels that are are moving that direction. Wow. That was awesome. And, and you're, to your point, it is a broad offering of services and different uh, hospitality sectors that you guys uh, participate in. Hey, before I go to my next question, let me give uh, a few minutes uh, to uh, remind our audience to follow us here on LinkedIn, subscribe to our YouTube page. We're also available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Chris's episode will become available very shortly after we're completed. And it, it's obviously going to be lots of good information. Uh, so please watch out for it. But remember to follow us on all of those platforms so you can stay up to date on the latest. Hey, Chris, tell me a little bit more about the hotel and resort side of your world. Now, you guys do a lot of independent stuff. Can you talk a little bit about that and the independent hotels that you guys uh, work with or work with around? Yeah, absolutely. So with preferred hotels and resorts specifically, uh, what we like to say is that we provide the sales, marketing, and distribution of a luxury hotel brand but the freedom to maintain your independence. Um, you know, so if you're if you're familiar with uh, lots of our properties, you know, we're lucky. I'm I'm sitting here in New York today. We're lucky to work with the Mark, for example. Uh, it's not exact. It's not the Mark by preferred, right? So it's our job to help the Mark tell their story to reach a wider audience, and really to help reach that luxury uh, uh, database from both a sales side and a consumer side. Um, so if you think about how we assist properties. Uh, number one is we give them a world-class distribution platform. So we do partner with Saber Synexus for that. And we actually host that where they're their parent, uh, if you will, as far as the chains are concerned. Um, and then with that, that gives you access to everything that we do. So if you think about direct to direct to the website and the most direct consumer, um, we have an I we have what's called the I prefer loyalty program. So uh, that is the world's largest loyalty program for independent hotels. Uh, we have about four and a half million members globally, uh, and right here in uh, North America, about three million members. So, why that's critical is these members have an affinity for independent upscale properties. Uh, they have either enrolled or or stayed at one of our properties. So the uh, active rate is extremely high, and they actually produce. You know, they they tend to stay at about a fifteen to twenty five percent EDR premium with a much longer booking window. So they're really booking in business much earlier in the process and and helping create that compression and drive ADR. Um, And then if you kind of shift to the sales side, we have about 70 sales associates globally. Um, So pretty equally weighted across um, leisure group and uh, corporate, if you will. So from the leisure sales side, you know, we have about 150 properties uh, with the American Express programs between fine hotels and resorts. 
Uh, we have over 100 properties with Virtuoso and Signature. Um, and we actually have our own proprietary program called Preferred Platinum, which helps our hotels reach uh, a, a database of about um, 50,000 travel advisors who specialize in, in upscale and luxury uh, clientele. Yeah, so you're really, you're really what I call the the high end, uh, high class, making special moments at the highest level all the time. It sounds like with your properties and, and the type of places that you guys have access to. You know, we do like I like I said, we're equally weighted is kind of the way that I phrase it. You know, we've also got 850 corporate accounts that we work with and a tremendous yeah. chain wide program top tier TMC partnerships and an incredible group sales team who has just uh, exceeded all numbers uh, by through you know from 2019 at this point um, but but like you said we really do specialize and given the the nature of our portfolio you know our group clientele for example we tend to have smaller groups what we consider smaller 50 60 on peak with a nice ADR premium uh, you know all of our corporate accounts are able to book in the four and five star hotels um, you know, so they don't have the rate limitations that some of the other corporate accounts may have. Um, so we really do uh, work with our hotels to create a balanced approach to make sure that they've got the right distribution mix behind their hotels. You're really selling some real special, special uh, experiences. You know, there's there's places that I think of that really create you know special experiences that kind of like on the the normal beaten path. But when I when I take in, you know. Some of the properties that I saw on your website, some of the historic castle-like folks and places, mm -hmm. it's really a special, special event. It's not a, you know, typical, I want to go to a nice hotel, have a nice, you know, uh, uh, reception or something to that effect. We're talking uh, preferred hotels and resorts. We're really talking something special there. Absolutely. And if you think about examples around the country, I mentioned the Mark here in New York, but the Dominic is another great example. Uh, we've been working with them for, for a long time. But then the Post Oak in Houston, for example, great regional local flavor, but still a tremendous uh, five-star experience. And service, certainly in a post-COVID world, service has become more and more critical. Uh, and we've really taken a very hard line on making sure that, you know, at a minimum, the hotel still has uh, valet in place, bell service, turndown service, extended in-room dining. Um, because that really, you know, there's nothing worse than certainly as a business traveler than getting into a property and you can't get a, a meal uh, late at night, you know, you know that and I know that, or, or you wake up early and you can't get coffee until 7.30 or whatever it is. So, you know, so we've, we've taken a pretty hard line on service uh, coming out of COVID and really worked with our hotels to make sure they're uh, meeting standards and staying up to standards and that any new hotels we bring in really have to, really have to excel in that category. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Hey, before we go further, let me take a moment to remind our viewers, please follow us on LinkedIn, subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. And remember, we are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, so please stay in touch. An episode coming up with Chris is going to be fantastic and you won't want to miss it. Now, here's a, here's a word from our latest sponsor. Ted's Hospitality Minute is sponsored by Recover It. Don't wait for disaster to happen to wish you had done this. So, Chris, talk to me a little bit more about the high-level standards that you guys uh, have at your your properties. Uh, it's got to be, how do, you, how do you keep that high standard in place? I mean, can you talk a little bit about that? What do you guys do yep. there to, to keep those high standards in place? 
Yeah. So from from an initial uh, vetting standpoint, if you will, we do of course fully inspect every hotel, full stay, and we have a full you know three to four hundred point checklist that we go through from an executive level standpoint uh, before we even bring a property on board. Uh, from an ongoing perspective, we actually partner with uh, LRA uh, and then uh, Review Pro. So uh, LRA handles the on-site uh, inspections at least once every eighteen months, and then Review Pro uh, is is kind of leads our online reputation management and serves as that tool. But within that, uh, we have certain collections. So um, you know, we're lucky to have a broad range of hotels uh, from upper upscale to luxury, and we have three sort of. The, the three most utilized categories are lifestyle, uh, LVX, and legend. Um, so legend is primarily going to be the five-star, five-diamond, really market-rate leaders, award-winning. Um, that would be you know like our partners at Montage, for example. All the Montage properties are are legend uh, properties, for example. Or or the po- um, Post Ranch Inn and Big Sur, tremendous leisure legend property. Um, so with that, you know, you're talking 24-hour wing service, um, full, you know, full turndown experience, nightly, uh, really well-trained concierge, uh, you know, 24 hours. Um, so tremendously high service and, and high touch levels. Um, LVX is kind of a, a solidly four and a half star category, if you will. So they're still going to have a really high touch, you know, valet, bell, guaranteed turndown nightly, extended in-room dining hours. Um, but they may not have full 24-hour uh, in-room dining, for example. But still, and, and our partners at Pendry are a really great template for uh, LVX, if you know the Pendry brand. Um, so wonderful example there. Uh, here in Wall Street, uh, or excuse me, here in New York, we just brought on the Wall Street Hotel, uh, tremendous LVX property there as well. And then our most flexible collection is what we call the lifestyle collection. So they're still going to have uh, you know, uh, uh, service levels like Valet and Bell, but they may do turn down on option, or they may have more restricted in-room dining hours, but it's always going to be at least uh, three meal. And then everything that, of course, carries through the thread is the the hotel, the hotel of course, has to be of high quality, uh, high design, and certainly representative of, of the preferred brand. Bang. They caught that 300 or 400 point checklist that you got to go through before they can come on the... It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> As someone who does a lot of the inspections, it's it took me a few minutes to learn the importance of it, but it's good. You know, once you once yeah. you get the hang of it, it's that, that sounds a little extensive, but I, I know you guys got some high standards you're trying to meet, so I can understand that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we're coming up on my favorite part. I want to talk to you about something I saw on your website, and you were talking about beyond green. You have a separate category of hotels that you actually offer like full green everything. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. So um, our ownership uh, family, so we're owned by the Newbroth family out of Newport Beach, California. Uh, so John and Gail are our co-chairs and then Lindsay Uberoff is our, our CEO. Um, so they you know, kind of foresaw this 2017, 2018 and struck up discussions with a gentleman named uh, Costas Christ. So if you guys are not aware of who Costas is, Costas actually helped the United Nations define their sustainable tourism guidelines. He did the same for Virtuoso Travel. He was the editor-in-chief for National Geographic Travel for a number of years. So Costas and Lindsay started speaking, and um, we had, we eventually acquired Costas's company, which was called Beyond Green. 
Um, so that is, you know, a 20-year legacy in the sustainability industry, a true pioneer. And so he would work with hotels, tourism boards, uh, countries, cities on maybe increasing their sustainability standards, how they can approach sustainable tourism. Um, and with what, you know, we saw from the preferred side and what Lindsay saw from the preferred side where the travel advisor group was going and where the meeting planners were going with requiring sustainability initiatives and certain um, ESG initiatives. We just thought it was a perfect pairing. So they they acquired uh, Beyond Green in 2020. We then launched what we call Stay Beyond Green or the Beyond Green Collection. Um, and so that really is uh, true sustainability leaders around the world. Again, not just uh, environmentally, but culturally and socially as well. So not only do they have to prescribe the very rigorous environmental standards, they have to have a high percentage of local and regional employees. They have to be very engaged with the local community. And really, refre- you know, really reflect reflect those three pillars uh, from a sustainability standpoint. So we've we've found that to be uh, it just an incredibly successful and well received program. Um, it's been a tremendous opportunity to feature our existing hotels like um, yep. Post Ranch Inn and Cavallo Point, for example, in California. They were already well ahead of the curve from a sustainability standpoint, and now we've really given them an extra platform to assist with their PR and help tell that specific story. Um, and that has just one further comment, because it's a much smaller group, you know, we're still under 40 properties at this point, very intentionally. Uh, we actually have networks of the owners. So there's an owner network. They speak and present to each other regularly on what they're doing as far as new best practices. There's a GM network as well uh, that they keep in communication with each other. Uh, so it's it's really just a, a tremendously passionate uh, group of hotels. And of course, as we've alluded to, and as you saw, it's it's 100% bleeding into the corporate side of things. You know, you do not get an RFP anymore without some sort of sustainability-related question or ESG-related question. Um, even like I mentioned, IMAX, there was an article about IMAX being a, a no-waste uh, event uh, later this year in Las Vegas and how they're going to achieve that. So it is 100% here to stay, and it's the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, I can't pick up a, uh, a report from any of the uh, hotel companies that uh, doesn't have an extended section on ESG now. Um, you know, all of their quarterly reports, all of their annual reports, there is an, a, a separate almost section extensive about ESG and all their initiatives that they're doing in support of sustainability and how they're trying to improve the environment and things of that nature. So it sounds like you guys are way ahead of the curve. Uh, so how do you guys stay in front? on that because it looks like folks now are trying to are trying to catch up but it sounds like you guys have a nice uh a nice uh runway a- ahead of them with all the good things yeah. you've been doing the last 10 years well i think you know there are two two major factors there number one is how rigid we are with our criteria um you know so we do require a full two-day on-site inspection um we have nearly a hundred key criteria that's there's a way more than that as far as touch points go, but nearly a hundred key criteria in, in, you know, the most common things being, you know, zero single use plastics on the property. Um, you know, what are they doing as far as waste conservation, energy conservation? So key things like that. And I mentioned all those regional components. So we and the founding partners have really said, no, we're going to draw a hard line. We're not going to ease our standards to get more hotels in. Um, and then the second thing is the fact that you've got all the, the, history and the fact that it's backed by the weight of uh, the preferred travel group and preferred hotels and resorts. So our 
beyond green properties have the opportunity to sit on top of the preferred platform. So why that's critical is we just, you know, we brought on uh, the Parkside Hotel in Victoria, Canada last year, which is an urban city center property making tremendous strides in the sustainability space. We also brought in um, the Culibri Ridge in Dominica, right, which is a 20 villa purpose built, you know, a uh, property in, in Dominica. So two very opposite ends of the scale as far as a travel experience, uh, but both really headed towards the same uh, ethos as far as a hotel goes. So so we're happy to be able to provide that platform for hotels of different scales and intentions. Yeah, that, that's all. You are far ahead of uh, most of the folks that we talk to in our business. You know, we're talking with folks that are always doing renovations and updating their properties and, you know, going through that, uh, you know, capital improvement type process. And a lot of them are way behind on doing some of the sustainability initiatives. And it's still a little bit of an effort when you start talking to them about, hey, you need to do this, you need to do this. And, you know, some of them are like, um, yeah, it's on the list, but it hasn't gotten to the top of this yet, right? But yeah, uh, yeah, you you guys are you guys sound like you're uh, leading the edge right now in terms of uh, where that's going in terms of sustainability. And I uh, I really appreciate that because now I can follow you and and read all the good things that you guys are doing and try to keep Thank up. <laughs> yeah, and you, you know, you make a good point. We've got a full consulting division who does exactly that. If a hotel wants to join Beyond Green and they're not quite there yet, we can help them get there. Um, you know, in this post-COVID environment, and I, I I was listening to one of your latest podcasts, this was mentioned earlier, there are a tremendous amount of pips coming up and hotels are deciding what to do, you know, hard branded hotels, or they might be with a franchise soft brand saying, do we want to go full through that full pip and, and go through that process? Or do we want to use this opportunity to go independent and reinvest in maybe more sustainable features for the property? So it's created an interesting environment, certainly over the last 18 months and two years, as far as conversations and how our consulting division has gotten involved as well. Hey, Chris, what suggestions would you give to hotel owners or GMs that are starting out and trying to improve their ESG score, getting to sustainability? What suggestions would you get to them at a very high level in terms of how they approach that? Absolutely. You know, the, the first thing each owner or GM should do is really do an assessment of where they stand right now, because I guarantee you there are a lot of small changes that they can make to, you know, or that they're already doing that are sustainable practices. So one is sort of documenting what you're already doing, and then where do you want to go? And I think the biggest thing that we hear from our, our consulting team is to under, is to remember that it's not a start and finish. It's really just an ongoing incremental changes all along the way. How do we constantly get better? So that's really what we tell people is where are you right now? Where do you want to go? And then how can how can we help you get there? Do you think a typical uh, path for the hotel owners as they try to get into this is to give themselves, you know, three to five years kind of outlook as to how they progress through their their uh, improvement process and getting their ESG uh, scores improved? Is that a is that a way to look at it? Because to your point, some guys going to look at it like, hey, it's not a start. You know, I want to start and I want to stop. But that's not it, right? Do so you give yourself a little runway to start improving and having a plan as to how you're going to get there so that you can kind of uh, make moderate steps as opposed to think you got to try to, you know, eat the elephant all at once? Yeah, I believe so. And it really depends on if you're if you're building the hotel, you know, if you're in construction, 
uh, process or, or pre-development or if you're an existing hotel and you need to retrofit. So that's really going to define a lot of the timelines uh, you have. But also, you know, what kind of community and, you know, how are you able to engage the community? How are you able to engage your own associates and, and work with them on their ideas and what's really important to them locally as well? So the timeline is tough to say, but I think where you are in the process is going to be most critical. Are you starting from scratch or do you need, you know, did you come into this hotel and are you trying to uh, retrofit in a number of many different ways? Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. Hey, Chris, I want to thank you for giving us a few minutes of your time, man. It's been enlightening. Like I said, I knew when I looked at your website and started doing a little bit of due diligence, I'm like, man, where have these guys been? And you got some great stuff here. So I am <laughs> so uh, so nice, so so grateful that you came on and talked about some of the great things that you guys are doing over there. If if folks want to find you and take you guys up on some of your services, consultant services, maybe try to become a part of your management group, how, how do they find you? Absolutely. Just, uh, you know, you can reach out to me through preferredhotels.com or, or preferred travel group. Dot com and then my email is very easy. See Algram at preferredhotels.com. Uh, so uh, happy to have you reach out to me there. All right, awesome. Hey, this has been another Ted's Hospitality Minute. Hey, thanks so much for following us. Please make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, follow us on LinkedIn. This episode will also be broadcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So we look forward to having you guys check it out. And always, always, we always appreciate your feedback on our episodes because we're always interested in getting better ourselves as well. All right. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time.